What is up, Fence fam, and welcome to the Fence Expert Podcast, a podcast devoted to anything and everything fence. Whether it's tools, guests, or answering your fence-related questions, you've come to the right place. This podcast is sponsored by OZFence.store, your one-stop shop for all your fencing-related hardware. Right now, they're offering a free shipping of $150 or more, and if you use the discount code PODCAST, you can save 15% in addition to the free shipping. With all that being said, let's dive into this week's episode. What is up, Fence fam? So good to see you guys back. As you guys notice, one, it's not Saturday, and two, we're not in the expert professional wood care studios. We're here at Nationwide Industries in Tampa. Uh, guys, first and foremost, I appreciate you guys just rolling out the red carpet for me here. Uh, we have had an incredible time. We did, we've done a little bit of everything. We did, uh, we met the team yesterday. We did a warehouse walk, for, and we'll talk a little bit more about that because I got a lot to say about that. Uh, and then, yeah, we did, uh, we kind of seen what Nationwide has to offer. And I'm telling you what, it's a lot. It's a lot. Let's do this. Let's go around the table and kind of introduce ourselves so everyone knows kind of who's who and uh, go from there. Want to start down here? Sure. Um, my name is Eric Timothy and I am Director of Engineering. I've been with Nationwide for a little over 19 years now. Cool. And Eric has some cool toys. Definitely some cool so, toys. Some of which we'll talk about, others we won't, but cool toys nonetheless. My name is Caroline Allison. I'm the marketing manager for Nationwide and Milwaukee USA. Very good. Michael Greenfield. I'm the central regional sales manager for Nationwide. He's our Nationwide guy. That's what they say. Uh, Rich, uh, <laughs> Rich Warnock. I'm a customer service inside sales manager here at Nationwide Industries. And uh, we keep it going. Been here about almost a decade now. Almost a decade. Almost a decade with this company. So, guys, that seems to be a recurring theme. Just talking about the team is longevity here. And when I'm talking to folks, I'm talking to people that have been here a decade, been here 19 years, been here a long time. What What is it? Is it culture? Is it what is it that has led you guys that you guys believe has led to this longevity? I think culture is a big part of it. I mean, we we hire and try to find people who fit into the organization. And we've been really successful at doing that. Um, I, I think it's also this excitement that's around the business. We've grown immensely over the years and we're constantly launching new and exciting products. And I think that keeps people excited about the business. People are, are generally happy to be here because you know things are happening. Yeah, that's the thing is I've everyone I've talked to has been just in a really good mood. And I've been around enough people to know. Like there's not everyone have has a great day, right? But everyone that we talked to yesterday has been just really upbeat and really excited to share what they do here and, and kind of what role they play on the team. I mean teamwork has to be really big here, it seems like. Definitely. Yeah. We have a great marketing team. I can speak for across the board from the Prime Source family to folks who help me out every day, like Rich, Michael, and Eric um, across the board. It's definitely a family here. Uh, we all get along in the office. There's a reason why Greenfield's out in the field in a little bit, but you know, in the office, it's great. You know, we, we uh, typically like to go, I go to Eric's office if I have a question, so I don't have to send him an email or a phone call or something like that. So it's definitely a, a good family. And like Eric said, is uh, we try to, bring on new people that fit in the niche of our industry as well. Well, and that's one, that's one of the things I was, when I was talking to some folks about 
my particular experience with Nationwide and which started with Michael is that you guys are great at forming relationships. You know, so Mike's great at forming a relationship with us. He's always checking in. Hey, how's it going? But more than business, like, hey, how are the kids? And, and he's good at forming these relationships. Right. And so then when I came in on location and met you guys in person, I was like, oh, this isn't like an isolated incident. Like This is a culture thing that you guys seem to be really good at forming these relationships inside and outside of the organization. Let's do this. Let's say hi to a few people. We've got uh, we've got quite a few people. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Because I wasn't sure because it's a it's a Wednesday midday, but the Midwest is going through a bit of a snowstorm, so maybe that maybe that helps. Roger Bentcourt's with us. What's up, Roger? No power in the shop today. Storm issues. Glad to join in, Roger. We're always glad to have you, with or without power. That's dedication. <laughs> Bo DeVore, what's up, Bo? Some familiar names here. Uh, both uh, tapping in from Oregon. Bo, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Todd M is with us. Good morning, Joe. Hello from Denver. Todd, good morning. Welcome. We know this guy, Eric Johnson. Does anyone anyone know Eric Johnson? Does his name I've sound heard familiar? Heard the name. Yeah. Definitely, oh, okay. it's unfortunate. Okay. Definitely heard the name. Yes. Yeah. The funny part of this is Eric's like literally sitting right here, like just right off camera. Kyle Stanley says, "What's up, Joe? Kyle from Kentucky. K and H fencing." Kyle, welcome. Appreciate you. Glad to have you. Ho, Stevie Boy Billings is here from across the pond in Ireland. Good afternoon, Joe, and all chat from Dublin, Ireland. Welcome. That's awesome. What is up? What is up? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Trev Allen says, Rich. You know Trev Allen? Is that Trevor? Trev could be short for Trevor. Very well. I bet, I bet that's that's Trevor. Okay. We all love Trevor. Glad, glad you helped him work that out. Yeah, <laughs> Appreciate it. Stevie Boy says, I'm the last of the first like. Come on, guys, hit the likes. Yeah. If you guys are joining the script, the stream, give it we'll say feedback, right? So the like button, we talk about this a little bit in that Facebook doesn't really uh doesn't really watch the like button because it's kind of an easy, easy uh what am I trying to say, Braden? It's an easy input. Is that what I'm trying to say, I guess? If you hold it down, you give it like a hard or an angry face or any one of them. It doesn't really matter. If you could do one of those, that would be fantastic. Share me is with us. Share me. I still owe you an email, and I know that. It's just, <laughs> it's been a whirlwind. But know that in the back of my mind, I've got an email coming to you, Share me. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. The Fence Industry Podcast with the one, the only, Dan Wheeler. Dan, what is up? Good morning, Joe, and the NWI team. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Dan. Morning. We're actually just talking about your podcast. Russell Round says, love this crew. What's up, Russell? Joe Garza says, good day, Joe. Good day, Joe. Doctor, doctor. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Let's, let's start off talking about, uh, we'll just start from the top. So we had a little bit of a, and you guys will see this in the week in the life, a little some excitement in the very beginning of the trip uh, that started with Braden almost missing the plane. When I tell you he was the last person on this plane that he, he was closing the door, like on his way onto the plane, they just let him close the door on his way in. Uh, but he made it. So here he is. And then we uh, uneventful trip to Tampa. So that went well. And then we met up with Michael and came on over. We started off with uh, meeting the team. And then I want to talk for a little bit about the warehouse walk because, guys, this warehouse is impressive. Like, the facility itself is impressive. But 
the amount of items in this warehouse, tons of items. I think inventory in the tens of millions. I think that's safe to say, right? So it's, when I'm telling you there's some nationwide stuff here, it's all here. Like if you think of a part, it's like nationwide, it's probably out there. We could probably go put hands on it right now. Uh, but what I thought was interesting was not only there's nationwide, but there's also grip right and locky like areas and sections in this warehouse, uh, which kind of leads into a nice discussion on why why the I mean I know you guys are or you guys are all one family now, but this, so this isn't only a nationwide warehouse. So there's I also grip right and locky. Yeah, so obviously um, we were acquired by Prime Source Brands, and uh, Griprite obviously is very well known in, in in the construction circle and in the home improvement remodeling. Um, so obviously with Nationwide having you know the space in the warehouse, and we have you know a very dedicated staff, we can fulfill select Lockie items and a lot of the Griprite items as well. Uh, tons of nails. Tons of nails. There are a lot of nails out there. Lots of nails, lots of palm and nailers, right? compressors. Speaking of what, speaking of palm nailers, we're going to be giving some away here in just a little bit. So stay tuned in for the giveaway. We're also going to do some hats and some gloves. We have, we've got some gloves off camera that we'll talk about. So we're going to be doing giveaways. Stay tuned. We're going to do those here in just a little bit. Um, so nails is probably what I, what I focus on because that's something that we're talking about switching over. Uh, it, I shared this with, with the nationwide team yesterday. It's funny. So I was talking to uh, Scott. If you guys watch Week in the Life, you know Scott. He's our, our field supervisor. He runs uh, the residential crew that he likes to do what anyway. Talking to him about switching nails over. Um, we were with another brand of nails and said, well, we're talking about switching over to Grip Right because they're all in the same family now. He's like, Grip, I love Grip Right nails. He said, it is about time. Well, how have we not had this conversation sooner? So, but anyway, so if you guys, those of you specifically that are installing wood, I have a feeling you already are familiar with the name. Um, but yeah, so you, what, what you're saying is you can bundle these things You can together. bundle, yeah. So, so if we need some nationwide hardware, some nails, a lock-key, lock system, they sure. can all come in the same shipment. Panic bars, yes. We'll come out of the same warehouse, the same shipment, come on the same order. Very good. Very good. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the toys out there. Can we... <laughs> Can we talk about can we talk about the toy that we saw out there in the warehouse? Which which one? Oh, salt spray. Uh, yeah. You want to start with salt we'll, spray? We'll do like sequential. Well, that's not your yes. Okay. Can we talk about salt spray? We we can. Okay, I just want to make sure we're not. This thing's cool. Very it, cool. It is. A I'll let you explain it, and then I'll put it in my terms because you are you got the technical down. Well, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> that's kind of your job. Yeah. Right. Um, so back probably 15 years ago or so, um, we were looking at a lot of, you know, stainless steel products for vinyl fence and we were looking at, you know, corrosion. We wanted to know that our products didn't rust. Sure. And we decided that the best way to do that was to actually go out and purchase a salt spray test machine so that we could run ASTM B117, which is the, the standard salt spray sure. test, and you know actually test our products, test our products, compare it to, to uh, other manufacturers, um, periodically test our products from you know, various factories, make sure that, that everything was up to par. And um, we began to use it for, for all kinds of fun stuff. And 
we've actually graduated probably five or six years ago. We bought a much bigger, bigger machine and yep. um, we're actually able to do all of that testing in-house. As I was nice. telling you when we were out there, we actually have changed the way we test. Um, ASTM B117 is great, you know, and it's a great standard to use. Um, but we have actually started testing much hotter. So we run the machine at, at much hotter temperatures, more to emulate a corrosion test, okay. which gives us much better results, much faster. Um, we typically, in doing that, um, we run comparison tests. So whether we're comparing to a competitor, whether we're comparing factories or, or newer production versus older production, um, you know, it's it's been a great, great tool for us to have in there. Well, and one thing I one thing we're talking about is it's I don't know I didn't know how salt machines work or salt spreaders work. It's a continuous mist, yeah. so it is continually just bombarding whatever's in there with this salt spray. It's pretty aggressive. That's <laughs> that's incredible because when we're thinking about real world, this exceeds real world significantly. Or at least accelerates it, I guess. Well, and that's that's the intention because I mean, if we emulate it real world, even in the worst case scenario, you know, for a lot of these stainless steel products, we want them to last twenty years. So it would take twenty <laughs> years to test. Sure. You know, sure. and and by by accelerating that that testing, you know, we can get results and know how these products are going to perform much faster. Sure. Uh, and I like the fact that you guys go above and beyond ASCM as well. So it's good to have standards. I mean, everyone needs to know kind of where where they're comparing to, uh, but the fact that it goes above and beyond in, in temperature just I think that speaks to your guys' dedication to research and development. That was that was one of my takeaways from this this trip is that how much you guys invest in developing the product and testing the products that are already developed. Like you had said, your commitment to testing new factory runs versus old factory runs. I mean, on a on a product that's already tried and true or you continue to test it i think that was one of my key takeaways guys is that just the amount that you guys dedicate to developing products is pretty unreal well it's interesting too is you know not only are we using that as part of a qc measure you know like like you mentioned one of the things we didn't talk about yesterday um is we will randomly select incoming product and we send it out to an outside test lab and okay. have the materials analyzed to make sure that the materials are meeting the specs that we have for that material. Very good. Um, that way we can keep keep all the factories in check and sure. make sure all of our products are actually what we say they are. Well, and, and that's an independent test too, Yeah. right? So there's a little bit of peace of mind there also knowing that whatever results come back are completely independent of the company itself. And the other nice thing is with the, the prime source group. Okay. Um, I'm actually doing engineering for the prime source group as well. And we have a um, West Coast facility that has a salt spray tester that's even bigger than the one we have here. Bigger than the one okay. out there. And that runs ASTM B117 24-7. So if we do want to run a, a strict ASTM um, B117 test, we can actually run that out there. So sure. we use them um, you know, they can use us for accelerated testing. Um, so we're all kind of one big team now. Sure. You know, um, and that's why, you know, you talked about the fasteners, you were talking a little bit about the nail guns. I'm jumping all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, and how well 
the grip right products work, how consistently yeah. they work. Yeah. And one of the reasons is that West Coast facility. Okay. That West Coast facility, all day long, what they're doing is testing fasteners. They have every tool imaginable, every everything you can buy, they have those tools there. Sure. You know, all labeled and set up. And and when they're testing collated fasteners, mm -hmm. okay, they'll run it through all the different tools, make sure everything's working fine. They will test each of the fasteners, you know, and all, you know, tension tests and break-off tests and all mm -hmm. that kind of testing. They're doing all of that right in that facility, along with the AS10 Well, and so what so what you're talking about, so we had had a conversation yesterday about nail when we were talking about nails, the feedback I got from Scott. Uh, the brand we're using now won't won't shoot an entire coil of nails. So uh, they're plastic, they're plastic collated. And when they get to like the last couple coils, they always misfeed. They always jam or they won't load properly. And so what Scott was sharing with me is then he just pulls them out of the gun. They toss them in the, in the toolbox and use them for like repairs if they need to hand nail one or two pickets and they don't want to bring out all the equipment. And as I said, so how consistently is this happening? So it's, it's about every coil. Okay, 12 coils in a box. How many boxes? With, how many coils do you have in the truck? You're like, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, so not only are we not saving the money that we thought we were, uh, we're also having issues. With, you know, if they're having to change these things out faster, then that's that speaks to efficiencies as well. So that was kind of the conversation we're talking about with the nails. Is that, um, yeah? So we're gonna we're we're looking at switching over. We're gonna switch over. We're going to switch over the guns, too, um, because we're talking about the nail guns. I think we've got some in the background here uh, switching over. That way we have just kind of grip right front to back, uh, something I'm looking forward to. And you guys will see coming up on uh, some of the Week in the Lives is I'd like to get some in Scott's hands and have Scott give some real, real world feedback, if I can remember how to speak English. Uh, so let's see. We got. I saw a comment in here. Todd M says, "Kudos to Nationwide team." So Todd loves the Keystone key latch uh, that Nationwide makes. Have it on my gate and plan to put it on the second one I have in New York this summer. There you go. Right, we were looking thanks. at some of those earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Brent Mitch. Speaking of West Coast, Brent's over in California. What's up, Brent? Says good morning. I guess I should put these up. That's that's what real shows do. Stevie says, uh, "Joe, can you please?" Uh, I know. So Stevie's been trying to get a baseball cap, but the, there's a, like ex, like getting one to Ireland. You would think that you would put it in a box and send it. I don't think I've been looking because I saw that con. I don't think it's that difficult. I think we can do it. You think we? I think we can do it. Brain thinks we can do it. Brain thinks we have a solution. He's not asking for him. <laughs> I know. Like, listen, the first cap that gets sent out is coming to you, Steve. Like, without question. But I thought we'd have to pay like tariffs and like maybe not. I'm putting this on Braden's plate. So, because Braden thinks he's got the solution. So, you are getting an oh, not only one of, oh, I'm going to surprise. We're going to send you a smorgasbord of Ozark hats. We'll say that. We'll send them all the hats. Like, we've got, we've got several and a stocking cap. Like, we'll give you the whole kit and caboodle. Joey says, uh, Ruval says, hi. What's up, Joey? So, Ruval says, hi. AFA uh, New Jersey jackpot show is great. Looking forward to Oklahoma. Well, so that brings up a good point is uh, OKC and 23 is right around the corner. So, and you guys are going to be pretty easy to find, sounds like. Yeah, we're going to be really easy to find. We're directly to the right of the AFA booth. We're proud to be a platinum okay. sponsor this year and a 50 by 50 booth. And we have 50 by 50. Yeah, it's going to be huge. 
That is massive. And right next to the AFA booth. Right next door. Which is usually pretty central. I haven't seen this layout, but it's usually pretty easy to find the AFA booth. Yeah, it sure is. Last year it was. And, and yeah. we're glad to be right next to it. We have um, quite the layout plan. We've got okay. some surprises. We've got three new products launching in our new yep. innovation area. And, and Liz, I've got pinky promise, swear not to tell some stuff I found out, but there's also going to be an experience. That's can we say true. that? Yep. I can. You want what, me to spill the beans? I can spill the beans on some experience if you want. Can we talk about sure. it? Sure. Okay. Okay. Yes. So I believe for the first time ever in Fence Tech history, correct me if I'm wrong though, we are having an escape room in our booth. Escape room yes. in the booth. That's correct. So we're coining it Escape to Oklahoma City or Make Your Escape to Oklahoma City. I love it. Um, in this escape room, you're trying to get out. You're trying to find four different numbers to okay. exit with the Lock USA code. So you're going to be able to get hands on okay. real world experience with four brands products. So you're going to okay. be able to see Ultratech cable and railing in the booth, some okay. nationwide products, some Lock USA product, and Grip Ray product. Nice, nice. Can you share the giveaways? Because I think yeah. the prize is a big one. Yeah. So obviously making an escape through an escape room is usually getting out in time. We're putting a unique spin on it. And who can get out the quickest amount of time will win this Yeti package bundle. So okay. it's going to be a Yeti cooler, a Yeti lunchbox, can cooler, and one of the turpuses. Very good. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement around this. I hope so. We're excited for it. Very good. So right next to the AFA. So you guys coming to Oklahoma City. It's what three weeks or something? Mm -hmm. Four weeks, maybe. It, it's coming up. It's right around the corner. Uh, check out the Nationwide Industries booth right next to the AFA booth. Yep, booth fifteen twenty one. Before we hit Fence Tech, though, yes. we're going to International Builder Show next That's week. That's right. I'm jealous. You guys are going yeah. to IBS. Yeah, so we'll be at IBS with some of our Prime Source family of brands booth in forty five forty eight. Okay. In Central Hall. We're excited to be there. Um, there'll be quite the booth there as well. Nice, nice. So any of you guys making it to IBS? Check them out there as yep. well. Very good. Let's see, we had a few more. Uh, let's see. Uh, Roger wants to know, does Nationwide participate in any discount programs through the AFA? Asking for a friend. You can ask for yourself, Roger. It's huh. asking for a friend getting into the industry. Um, well, I'll let you answer it. Does Nationwide participate in discount programs through the AFA? I'm not sure right now. Rich, do you know of anything? No, we don't participate. I don't believe in any of the discounts of the AFA currently, but as Caroline's been doing it and doing a great job is growing their presence in the AFA and obviously a 50 by 50 booth. This will be the first year yeah. we've done a 50 by 50 booth and nice. the idea, and I've seen the concept. It's quite exciting what she and her team came up with to get going for the show this year in Oklahoma city, which is, is so, and I'm not, I'm not the expert on the AFA discount program. I will begin by saying that, but I don't know that there's many, I think that's more of like a affiliated services type discounts is the discount program with AFA. Still a lot of value there. Yeah. I don't want to minimize right. it, um, but I, I think it's more like an affiliated services. So I think you can get talk about insurance, insurance, yeah. and then they also had a program. I don't know if they're still running it with Ariat, yeah, shirt company where yep. you could get your logo and your name on it for free. Um, but yeah, I think it's more like not a, you know. I think it's more like on the other side, you know, like sure. the insurance, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's also discounts on fuel cards or you can get a discount on gas. Yeah. Um, cell yeah. phone uh, plans. If you got a large expanse of crews out there, getting them all on cell phones. There's so there are some programs, but I don't know how we would work our way into something like that. Yeah. Well, 
know if it's even an option. Like if it seems like if it's one of those things where that seems like a waterfall situation where once you start down that road, who knows where it stops. Uh, Todd, so Todd was talking about um, the Keystone latch. And he's talking about he loves the latch of the materials it's made out of and how it holds up in different weather we get here in Colorado. Uh, it's held up amazingly well. Great job. Heard about this from Joe. Well, there you go. Um, we were talking about material composition earlier. Well, and material composition, but design as well in that, um, well, there's a big conversation, but overall that is protected from dirt getting into it, leaves. Right now in the Midwest, we're getting some snow and ice, so it's also protected from snow and ice as well. Yeah, we, we try to think about what's happening out in the real world. You know, so we we work hard to try to design the product so that, you know, outside of this building, you know, when they're actually out in the field somewhere and debris is falling in the in the parts, you know, Keystone, you think about that slots on the bottom where, yeah. where you operate the knot. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason for that. You know, if you put the slot anywhere else, like on the top, Sure. Um, debris can fall into that slot. Dirt can fall into that slot. Um, water gets in there. It ices yep. up. I mean, you have all kinds of issues. By putting it on the bottom, not only does it naturally weep, but, you know, it, it keeps the product free from getting gummed up. Yeah, it's also um, protected. And so we try to think about that with every product we design. You know, what, what really happens out there? Well, and guys, I think, so I talk about this a lot when we're talking about sponsors, right, in that. We're not going to bring someone on as a sponsor that I don't personally believe in, where if we're having a conversation one-on-one in a totally private scenario and you come to me and say, hey, Joe, what do you think about Nationwide? What do you think about insert name of sponsor? If they're a sponsor of us, my answer, whether there's people around or not, is these are people that I do business with, right? These are people that I enjoy working with. And I can't say that too much in front of Mike because his head won't fit through that door getting out of this room. But, but it's people I legitimately enjoy doing business with uh, because it, and it's people that have great products that we use as a business. And when we're when we're choosing a product to use, when I'm talking about we as Ozark Fence, we don't want to go back on callbacks. We don't want to have issues with the installation. It needs to work the first time and needs to continue working. Right. So Todd's point is, is pretty in line with a lot of the feedback that we have, but then also the hardware that we sell. To you guys, a lot of the feedback we hear from you guys is like Todd that it works well in a variety of weather conditions. Uh, and again, probably speaks back to the research and development you guys put into these products and the ongoing uh, research you guys put into them. And it's a philosophy too. You know, you you think about okay when you get a callback, where is it? Where on the fence is your callback? It's Gates. It's Gates. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we we nationwide are supplying a small percentage of the overall cost of the product that you're selling. Yeah, okay? that's right. But we also understand that we're responsible for 99% of the callbacks you're going to get. Now, we're responsible, but that that area of the product that you're selling yeah. is where the problem is going to happen. Gates are the number one callback in the United States for, yeah. fit, for fence installation. It is always the gate. Maybe, maybe not always, like 99.9%. Maybe sometimes there's a workmanship issue or something, but... When we're getting callbacks, it's always the gate. And so that's why my entire team, you know, and, and pretty much everyone here understands that, that, okay, we're where that callback is going to happen. Let's do everything we can to make sure that you have as few of those as possible. Sure. Well, and, and we can probably talk about another one of your toys or a series of toys out there uh, in that the, the gate testing facility. 
right? So you guys are testing these gates a million cycles, right? Like that's the warranty you put on these things is the million cycle warranty. We're talking about like hinges and that sort of thing. I didn't know what to expect when I saw this, but, and you guys will see it on a short. I did some, I, I recorded some videos while we're here to put up on shorts. Um, but there's one gate that's just absolutely slamming. Like it's, it's closing the gate a lot like my kids do. So I'm glad to see that, that, um, but you guys actually test these things for a million cycles. Yeah. That actually started back in, 2004 when we began working on cornerstone hinges and when we we got the first off tool samples and we were we were working through on testing we said okay we had a goal of 200,000 cycles and so we we set this whole fixture up um it's a four foot wide gate that's six foot tall and um we added weight to make that gate weigh 75 pounds okay. we have a uh, pneumatic cylinder that pulls the gate open yep. and then um, it releases when it gets all the way open and just the springs close the gate. So, and that's an interesting point because I hadn't considered that. You guys are not only testing the hinges for like weight capacity, but you're also testing the springs to make sure that the springs are going to be able to stand up to that million cycles. Well, the springs, the failure point. I mean, those hinges will hold you know, all of them will hold over a thousand pounds. Some of them, a couple thousand pounds or more. Um, I'm not really worried about the weight. And we actually do separate point load testing to verify what they'll handle weight-wise. Um, really, in a cycle test, when you're dealing with a self-closing hinge, it's the spring. And, you know, and so that's why we began that testing so many years ago. Um, and we hit 200,000 cycles. And we said, oh, let's see if we can go to 300,000 cycles. And, and every time we would hit that milestone, we kept going. And after a year, because it took a full year to, to get there, we hit a million cycles on Angel. We we're like, whoa. You know? <laughs> and so then as we developed more of these hinges, we kept testing. Sure. Um, one of them we decided, I was telling you about this one, we decided, oh, we're just going to let this one keep running. Yeah. Um, when we hit the 5 million mark, we, we were like, okay, well, clearly this thing's never going to die. But I want to see what it looks like inside. So we pulled it down, you know, opened it up. Um, yeah, there was definitely some wear. Sure. There, there was definitely some Five wear. million cycles, I yeah, bet there yeah. was. I mean, but I, I think it might have had another million. Wow. Know? I mean, it, it was impressive. And that so, gets you a long ways. So share with share with the audience what you shared with me. Like, what is a million cycles in like a real world scenario? What does that look like? It's, it's more than I thought. Okay. So if you were to jump in your handy time machine, I know everyone's got one. Brain's me. developing one, I think. Yeah, yeah. And you were jumping that with a with a set of cornerstone hinges, and okay. you were going and you were to go back to the day the Declaration of Independence was signed. Okay. And you go to John Hancock's house, and you go up to his front gate, and you install a set of those cornerstone hinges. And he used that ten times a day, every day, three hundred sixty-five days, which we know that's way more <laughs> that's than residential. Right. But but, but Heavy traffic. Lots of people sure. like to go see. In and out all day. He, he was he was the dude. Yeah, everyone wanted to go see. So, if you did that, and then he sold that house, and those people used it just as much, et cetera, et cetera, right down the line. Okay, you would have another thirty years before you hit a million cycles from today. Yep. So, and that and guys, this is like the part that puts my mind in a pretzel. Because that's like making the assumption that it gets used 10 times a day. 
and the, the rest of the gate last right, right. <laughs> the materials themselves yeah but i mean i think and this is what we're talking about a gate might be used on average two or three times a week maybe so to say these these hinges will last is an understatement right and so when you guys are selling them the way we present them is we say you know there's a million cycle warranty and they actually test a million cycles because I mean, you know, not necessarily in our in our industry, but you see these things where they'll, you know, they'll do a 10,000 cycle test and then they'll just extrapolate the data. They'll say, well, it, we would guess it's probably about a million cycles. No, they're testing a million cycles. And so that's what I tell the customers. Not only do they test it for a million cycles, they also don't count your cycle. So if, if you call me and you say, Joe, something on the hinge fail. Like, I, I haven't seen one yet. I'll let you know when we do, I guess. But something happened the spring broke or something they're not going to make you count the cycles they're not going to make you say this this gate had 251 cycles they'll just repair it they'll just replace it. and actually we're so confident we've been using them for a while we're so confident that i just extend that warranty directly with the customer you know there's not a registration form to fill out with a serial number and say well you know and if it fails if you send it back to the manufacturer they'll send you a new one and then you can have me back out and I replace it. No, it's just, I'm going to bring you one out. I'm going to replace it. And then I'll deal with it because I know I can reach out to Michael and, and it's good. I know that from our relationship. Uh, so for you guys that are fencing contractors, talking to your customers, the peace of mind is huge. Just because, and, and I knew this before we came here, but another one of the takeaways is just how much goes into these products. So where that, talk about peace of mind. I, I have no problem telling customers that I will personally back up this guarantee. It's just, well, and the million cycles, like my kids. Okay. It's like several generations away, five or six generations, probably seven generations away. Might have, they might get to a million cycles. So we're, I feel like we're okay. I, I feel like we're okay. Yeah. And like you said, the materials will probably be the issue long before the hinges. Anyway, so I, I thought that was interesting, though, the longevity. But the testing facility, is it, what's it, the wind farm? Is there wind wind farm? When we were talking, when we were talking about this trip, when I mean, Michael first, like, we're talking about, I'm talking with Caroline, I said, that's what I want to see. Like, I, I would love to see everything else. I want to see this. Like, this is, for me, like, as an analytical person, like, I want to see how these things are tested. Did it meet your expectations? And some. <laughs> Just so for me, like seeing that gate slam, right? Because that's another thing is like, they don't like gently. It's not like feather clothes. And we're not treating these things gently. They're, it's a real world scenario where they're set to slam because that is how my children operate gates. So it's good to see that they're also tested in that way. too. Well, if you see it in the nor Northeast, they love to set their gates in the Northeast. They crank up that that tension on those on those hinges and love to see those gates slam. I don't know what it is about the Northeast, <laughs> but they love that. Sure, sure. Well, so it's, it's real world testing, but that's, I think that's huge. I think that's huge. Let's check in real quick and see what else we're we talking about. All right. So Braden, Stevie is going to send details via Instagram. Yeah. All right. Many thanks to Fence Fam. You got it. Bryson is with us. What's up, Bryson? Great show and a great group of people right there. Thanks, Bryson. sir. Bryson Church. Yeah. Kara is also with us. Uh, Eric Timothy, great way to explain the million cycle warranty. Thank it's, you, Kara. It's actually a million cycles. Like it's, 
I think that was probably another takeaway is that you guys actually tested for a minute. I didn't, I don't know what I expected coming into it, but then he said that I was like, oh, oh, it's really a million. Like, well, and it's all the hinges shit. So when we develop a new hinge, you know, that hinge gets a million cycles. We don't, we don't, we don't go, oh yeah, well, this one's similar to this other one. It's good for a million. Sure. We will go, okay, well, it's similar, but it's not the same. We throw it up on that machine. Yeah. Can we talk about the development of them? The one of the toys you have that helps you develop these? Or no? Rapid prototyping? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I this... mean, everyone does that. We, okay. We we have um we actually have several machines around. So we showed you the one we have here. Yeah. Um so we have a nice big printer that can do a foot by a foot by a foot. So that, that can get you pretty much any of the parts we're developing. Sure. Um, we have another printer that's um, not on premises, it's off site, but that, that it's one of our guys' house who spends some time working from home. Um, then we actually have a couple of printers in Carson City, where nice. I have a couple of guys in the TCC facility. So we, we got printers all over and do different materials, and that really helps us out because, yeah, 3D modeling is great. We can see how all of the parts fit together and sure. see how they might operate. Sure. But when you print a part and are actually able to, to feel how the, the parts interact with each other and see how the fit is, um, and we can show customers. Right. You know, Right. It's, it's really helpful. And when you say rapid development, we're talking, you count these things in hours, not days or weeks in terms of making one of these prototypes. Yeah. More I mean, or less. I, yeah. It mean, depends it, on what you're making. But some of those real big parts might take 24 hours. Sure. But, but sure. you know, yeah, it's it's a it's a much quicker way than, you know, back in the day when you had to machine it out or, or do something like that. Right. Being able to just fire up the printer and, and print some parts out is saves us a lot of time. Well, when we looked at a part that's being developed and and you start to understand the benefit, one of the benefits is, so as we're handling it, we're like, oh, that's something that you might not have thought about on the rendering. You might, you saw it on the rendering, but you don't think about, until you put hands on it and operate it, you don't think about this thing, yeah. right? And so that was kind of a real world application of getting to sit in on that and seeing, okay, so we probably need to figure out a way of re-engineering this particular function or whatever it was and let's run another one well, and, and that can happen that whole sit from printing it to having the meeting to redesigning this can happen in days instead of weeks or months yeah and, and it also helps our um the, our, when our marketing folks get involved and, and are going well that's the ugliest thing i've ever seen you know but <laughs> i i can do some fancy renderings and show them a picture of what it might look like sure okay but when you actually have a part in your hands that you can look and rotate, you know, Eric over here off screen might go, no, no, that, that's just not pretty. You know, yeah. or, uh, you know, Caroline might be giving me gripe about, you know, where a certain logo or spot is, you know, um, we can actually see the part handle it and, and get a good idea right from that. It's gotta be huge. It's, it's gotta awesome. be huge. And it, and it has to accelerate the whole development process itself. It definitely from has. idea to implementation. Yeah, I mean, we we bought the first printer probably about eight years ago. Um, before that, we were using outside resources to print. But since having our own printer, oh yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely taken you know months out of the process as as we go through this. Sure, I I think that's huge. I say that's huge. There's a lot of huge things I saw while I was here. 
And again, I'll thank you guys for having me out because it's been an eye-opening. And I hope I'm going to be able to share a lot of it with you guys. Like I said, I pinky promised. Uh, there's going to be some videos coming out uh, closer to Fence Tech uh, about some products that I think I'm excited about. So I think you guys are going to be excited about. Um, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Let's do a giveaway. So I told you this was going to happen. Yeah. We're 44 minutes in. <laughs> So before Caroline's like, I don't an hour? Like, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do this. Like, trust me, we're gonna have a conversation and this thing's gonna fly. We're already 44 minutes. We were supposed to do a giveaway at 20 minutes. Okay. So I'm behind. I, we get to talking and that's just what happens. So what do you want to start with? Uh let's do the gloves. Let's okay. do the gloves because these I just want to mess with them. Um we're doing a these things. So I'll tell you the ones. The ones my guys like a lot. Let's see. Is they're the great, yeah, the gray and blue ones. So these my guys. So we got a care package. Thank you, mm -hmm. guys. Like these a lot. So they are the industrial series, but they're grippy, right? So they've got they got grip. So the guys can grip stuff even when it's wet. So like if they're if we're putting up this and Scott gave me this example last week, pre-stained wood when it's wet. Slippery stuff, like it's not absorbing this water, the water sits on it. So those guys really appreciate this. So we've got some grippy gloves, not the not the actual name, but it's what I'm calling them. We've got some grippy gloves. Uh, we've got some cold weather gloves. Got some, and high-vis. High-vis. Can we talk about a color change sometime down the road? <laughs> I just, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, green is okay. We'll take it up. I, I can make a suggestion. Yeah. I can make a suggestion. Yeah. I'm guessing <laughs> orange. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I, how did you know? That's why I we just, keep him around. Lucky that's, why, that's why I'm here. Mike's really the idea guy. Yes. He's really the idea guy yes. around here. All right, we've got some regular professional series gloves. Actually, we've got two sets of everything. Yeah. Right. So we've got a lot of gloves. Yep. We've got a lot of gloves. Let's do this. Let's so if you're watching, let's give them a code word. What what do you think the code word should be? Let's go Keystone. Keystone is the code word. So if you guys enter Keystone in the chat, Braden is monitoring it diligently and he will, we're going to put them in like a randomizer and then we'll pick out a winner at the end of the broadcast. So Keystone, Braden, is for the gloves. That's one the gloves, enter the Keystone. Now, if you're watching this as a replay, I'm sorry. This was done during the live, but check the bubble. Well, actually, this is an exclusive giveaway, right? So they're not really even in the catalog. That's true. So... This is an exclusive giveaway. So even if you're watching on the replay, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know where to, what to tell you. I know what to tell them. Next time, watch it live. Next time, watch it live. <laughs> Bingo. That's right. I would like to come back. And so we should make this like an annual thing or something like that to where we come out, talk about updates, what's new and improved, that sort of thing. Do a live because this is a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, watch the live next time if you're watching this on the replay. Are we turning this into a podcast, Brady? Yeah. If you're listening on the podcast. You should watch this live. You should watch the channel. And now this is a special broadcast. So typically when I'm talking about listening on the broadcast, I, or listening on the podcast, I say watch the live broadcast on Saturdays from 10 a.m. Central. But this is a special one. So everyone that was subscribed to the channel got the notification. So also subscribe. You can subscribe on YouTube, uh, on Facebook, uh, and on LinkedIn. Is that right? I think I got them all. YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can subscribe to us there. You get notifications when we schedule one-off lives. So, keyword, keystone, we've got several. So, this is going to be tough. We're going to have to put these in a randomizer. Keys, 
keyword keystone, and we'll choose it at the end of the broadcast. How's that sound? All right. Scott says, great show. Great show, gang. Love the group. Almost as much as Rich's mustache. Yeah. So Thanks, Scott Wojcik. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know which Scott that was. Yeah. I'm glad you knew how to pronounce the name. I really appreciate that. I, really I hope so. I've been, it's been around a couple of years. So. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's let's catch up with some chat here. Um, so, so this is an interesting question. How is the warranty handled? So the question from Roger is, does Nationwide provide a warranty for the end user, such as a customer registration of your product? How so, is something like that handled? So I'll take a little bit, and then Eric and, and Caroline can expand a little bit. So okay. I have a team of eight uh, CSRs here in-house uh, that we take the first line of defense, essentially is what I say. So we get the call, such and such is not working. You know, We do our due diligence. We ask, the usually the consumer or yourself, Joe, sends us an email. We like to get pictures and see what's going on and what what's happening and you know we always we have several warranties that we have written out it's on the website uh thanks caroline putting those on there nice um but we also do stand behind all our products so we try to understand what's going on with you know maybe something was over tightened and not trying to put out the installers or anything like that and sure. it cracked or something sure. you know and we go through and we get the, the pictures and everything and typically we do try to cover the warranties yeah. when we can. Um, well, I think that's a good question because the example I would put out there, so we sell nationwide hardware, mm -hmm. shameless plug, ozfence.store. So if someone were to buy like an end user were to buy it on there and saw it themselves, it's still covered under the warranties. Correct. Right? So we'll we'll have it. So let's say your end user contacts you directly and you sure. email us yep. and we're taking care of the warranty. You can send us their address and we'll send it to them directly. Okay. If they want to do it themselves sure. or if you want your installer to come in and, and do it, we send it directly to you. Sure. We essentially send that warranty product wherever either the end user or you as a customer of ours want us to send that warranty okay. as well. Okay. All right. So that's the answer one on the warranty. Well, I, I mean, I'm just going to expand on, on yeah. one of the things he said. You know, yeah. um, he said we're we're going to ask for pictures. We're going to ask for information. We're going to ask for, you know, the parts back if we can get them back. Sure. Um, and we're not doing that so that we can say, oh no, you did this, and that's why we're going to avoid the warranty. That's not why we're asking that. We're asking that so my team can learn. Sure. You know, understand what so builds. so we can look at those parts and go, okay, well, they're doing this. You know, um, ooh, you know, if we change this design a little bit and made the part better, you know, maybe we wouldn't get this call again. Right. Um, right. But, but you know, we we do ask for that information, but it's, it's not about trying to shut down a warranty. No, you're using it on the fact of product development yeah. or for product development to further research and develop the whatever it is that had the warranty claim. Yeah. And they can find them on the website. They sure can. Right. They can go into the product page or they can go to our resources area to find a warranty. There's also a great place for FAQs. Yeah. Um, but going back to Rich and his team, they are a great source of information, whether you're looking for what hinge to buy, what latch to buy, you give them that situation, their team and his team is there for, for people to find the right solution. Yeah, I think, I think the website is a fair point because the website is a great tool. We use it a lot for pulling. I mean, you've got the overall, you got the overview of just what it is and what it does. We also have the the specification data, like the really analytical parts of what the product can do so that I'm not bugging Michael all the time, uh, asking him, hey, what's what's a weight load of this or what whatever the question is. 
nine times out of ten, I can just go to the website, pull up the spec data, and it's all right there. But the warranty is also right there. Yep, the warranty is there. And actually, we just added some 360 photos. So nice. a lot of times when you're browsing online or browsing through a catalog, you can't see the full range of where the hinge and where the leaves are on a hinge. Sure, So sure. we actually just added a couple of 360 photos, one of which of our newest product that comes in four sizes, the Keystone Traverse. Nice. Um, super easy install in four steps. And that's one of the ones I'm, I'm very proud of in the 360. So I don't know if Eric has anything to share about the Traverse. Traverse is a fun toy. Well, and <laughs> so stay tuned, guys, because we're going to do, while I'm here, we're going to do some videos about the Traverse. Um, well, we're going to do several videos. Let's do this. Let's let you guys be part of this like, content creation. If you guys have an idea for some content while I'm here, whether it be product related or what have you, drop it in the comments. We're we're here for a few more hours. This is a this is a, it is a flying trip because we did fly on airplanes. Siri doesn't understand what I'm saying, but <laughs> which is fair, which is fair. Um, but this is also a quick trip. So we came down yesterday morning. We're headed back this afternoon, but we've got we've got a few hours to do content. We've got some content ideas. Some. Uh, sneak preview type videos, but if you guys have some content ideas while we're here, we'd like to record as much content as possible. Uh, but the Traverse is going to come up in one of those videos. Absolutely. Um, let's see. The Art Chemist says, good morning. I'm moving to Pennsylvania to a home with an acre of land. Should I fence it? And what would that cost? Listen, as a fence professional, I'm going to tell you that you should fence it. I, I, that is my answer. Bar none. Like that we're kind of in the business of building fence now an acre is a lot to fence so we're doing a project here in a few weeks where they've got a large parcel of land and they're fencing around the backyard portion and they don't maintain this whole massive parcel as their yard so but they do they also don't want to have to take the dogs out every day right they don't all night and all that so we're actually fencing in a backyard portion of the parcel maybe that's an option for you as well um yeah and what would it cost? That is, that's like saying, I'm going to go buy a truck. What's a truck cost? Well, what brand of truck are we talking about? What options are we talking about? It just, it depends is the answer. Um, I actually did a video on what it depends on. It's an older video that we should probably refresh. This is like a real show. Like I'm doing callbacks to previous videos and all sorts of stuff. Uh, we should probably refresh that though. But the answer, you know, I'm going to spoil it for you. The answer is it depends. We talk about what it depends on, the materials, the size, and all that. But uh, a lot of fencing, uh, suppliers, fencing installers have online quote tools now, thanks to software such as my salesman. Um, so you would find, probably to find three or four contractors in your area that you would feel comfortable with, go to their websites. Many of them are going to have an online quote tool to where you can actually draw out the size of your property, choose the materials you're wanting to use, and uh, go from there. Great question. Uh, Stevie Boy saying hello to Roger. He said, Rod Stevie Boy is saying, Roger, you are dedicated. Stevie, you're here all the time, too. So that's a pot calling the kettle black, I suppose. Mike Falconer says, good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Front Rock, Front Rock Fences says, good morning from Front Rock Fences. Good morning, Front Rock. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to throw Scott's comment up again about Rich's mustache just because it's just that good and then we've got a lot of you joining a lot of you signing up for the giveaway with keystones keep it coming 
Steve Boy says Keystone Cop, and I don't even know what that means, but you do know what the term is. So we'll give you props for that. Keystone Cops aren't a thing in Ireland, I suppose. Um, Front Rock Fist says, just received my mystery box. Thanks, Nationwide. Awesome. There you go. Uh, let's see. Mike Falconer has a point too. The warranty is printed and packaged with the instructions. Nationwide Industries address and phone number is inside the hardware pack. So not only on the website, you can also find it in the particular product that you purchase as well. Um, so, so Zachary Griffin has a question. Do you guys sell displays? If so, how can we order some? Is that a thing? We're trying to make it a thing. Okay. We're hoping to make it a okay. thing, if I can say that. Okay. Um, you know, it's hard to find a one-stop shop one stop shop solution for sure. so many different uh, distributors and sellers out well, there. Well, that's the thing is your guys' catalog yeah. is impressive. So I can't imagine the amount of displays, but uh, but probably for like best sellers, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned is the answer, Zachary. Stay tuned. Front Rock Fences says, let's see Joe swing <laughs> on a gate fence with nationwide hinges. Listen, I'm a big boy. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a it's big a boy. Right there. What's that? It's a good short. It's a good short. So what we can do when we get back, we've got the we've got the display panels up front. Um, we can put some nationwide hinges, like some cornerstone hinges on it, and I can swing on it. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. We're adding that to the content idea. Well, maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll play around a little bit later. We'll go out to the party deck. Okay. And, okay. Uh, maybe you and I will both swing on it. John. <laughs> Done. Oh. This sounds the gate fantastic. Double trouble. The Was, gate is done, or you guys? <laughs> it could be both. It could be both. I mean, you never know. You never know. All right. Um, oh, this is a very specific question. Marcio says, would love to see you check out the Lockheed 2835 gate lock. Yeah. You guys familiar with right it? Back there. Yeah. Yep. I know it's the great. Well, it's on the, it's on the yeah. display. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So when we're talking about content ideas, yep. let's talk about we'll do a, we'll do a review video of the twenty eight thirty five. That was the one. That thank you. Fancy adapter which was showing me. So yeah, stay tuned for that because that's fun. Well, it's out there. Can we talk about that too? We can definitely. Okay, so we'll do a video on that adapter because so there's an adapter, guys. Um, so the use cases we talk about if we're wanting to add a locky latch to a gate to an already installed aluminum or steel gate right now i mean our process is we have to take the gate down bring it back to the fab shop fab in usually a lock box that then it can mount onto uh, there's a solution now to where our guys can do this in the field uh, there's a field mount box where we can cut the and i would assume it doesn't matter aluminum or steel right doesn't matter. yeah so an ornamental two inch frame we can cut it mount the box in it and then mount the locky latch right onto it yeah. in the field super simple that's so. our GBS 2000, and we also have a solution, the 2835 adapter yeah. for vinyl and ornamental. <clears throat> yeah, we looked at we looked at that mm -hmm. absolutely. So we've got we've got some videos coming, so we'll do some videos on that as well uh, on the adapter. But also, we can talk about the 2835 at the same time. Perfect, Marcia. Thank you for the content idea. Todd says, uh, "Great job, everyone." I unfortunately have to run to meetings. I know you understand, absolutely. But if I happen to win a prize, please provide to someone else if you have to be present. Uh, everyone here is awesome. Todd, thank you. I appreciate that. You don't have to be present. Once you've entered, we'll, we'll, 
Well, what will happen is we'll randomize, we'll pick some winners, we'll announce it live so you can watch the replay for the announcement, uh, but then we'll reach out to you directly to get the shipping information. So you don't have to be present during the announcement. Art says, thank you for the info. Very welcome. Uh, Trev Allen says, Locky USA has lots of gate boxes available that do not require the gate to be taken down. No welding needed. Very true, very true. And I'm, I'm sure I'm behind the ball on this, but that was just kind of our current process is uh, to bring them off back to the fab shop and, and fabricate it up. Stain man, what is up, Kenny? Morning, guys. Listening while working. I don't build gates anymore, but always enjoy the education. Kenny, I appreciate it. You never know when you're going to come across the gate. So Kenny's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, does a lot of fence restoration and staining. So if you come across a gate, we've got some good solutions for you. All right. Uh, so we did the Keystone giveaway. So we talked a little bit. We, not a little bit. We talked a lot. What we, the glove giveaway. Yeah. Well, okay. Very good. Very good. Keystone's a key word, but we're giving away the gloves. Gloves. Good clarification here. Um we talked a lot about the research and development, like the design, how it's done. I want to talk about a little bit about another side of the house, which is we talked a little bit about the customer support, but also kind of client support. So sales and then customer service, which probably work hand in hand quite a bit. Um, I talked to Michael more than I talked to anybody just as our sales rep. But if we do have problems, you said you have eight people here so and they're actually like right Right yep. around the corner here. We have eight people here in-house for customer service, but I also have a team of uh, six for inside sales that helps support. Michael has, you know, Russell and Colin yep. to support his area. Uh, all the other regionals have, and our team is actually growing. We're, you know, we're looking for other various aspects of the country. But yes, we try to have everyone in-house. We believe that, you know, we do have our Michigan friends. Hello to all of them, Bryce and Colin, Trevor, and, and my favorite, Scott Rojic. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's in Michigan. Marsha is there as well. Uh, but we try to have everyone in house and it, it comes back to that family of just being interaction. Like I said earlier, there's a reason why Greenfield's out in the field, you know, so we don't have to deal with him in house. Sure. We, we sure. let him yeah. go about his day. No, we love any slides when I'm here. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, I find that surprising. <laughs> yes. I find but, that surprising. But yeah, getting back to it, we have eight CSRs that do a fantastic job here. They They take pride in what they do. Uh, they try to help the customer out as much as possible, all the way from warranties to installations to, you know, a big thing is helping the Lockheed consumers install their products. Okay. You know, those yeah. calls can take from 10 minutes all the way up to an hour of their time. And they're sit there patiently, you know, Trevor, uh, Bryce and Colin help out a lot with those calls when the, my CSRs don't know the actual answer. Sure. But then again, my inside sales guys, they do a fantastic job of reaching out where, Mike, back in the day when we first joined about a decade ago, had, you know, 300 plus customers and it was just him. Just me, yeah. Now he has support of, you know, two inside sales guys, territory managers, et cetera, mm -hmm. to help them out, to help service better the customer. When I've dealt with Russell, when, you know, Michael might be traveling from, you know, from one customer to the next, and I have like a pri pricing question is usually where it comes up. Mike says, hey, I'm on the road, but uh, he'll CC Russell into it, and Russell very quickly gets it taken care of. I'll, I'll say this about, about both sales and customer service, answers come in very quickly. So we, from my experience or from my side of the house, the customer, the client side, it's impressive, like how fast those come in because that might not be the standard, you know, elsewhere, but you can tell it's a, it's a dedicated thing on your guys' end. Yeah, when you have an installer out in the field trying to install something that maybe he's never done before, that expert advice 
is helpful. Yeah. They don't have to go back to the job later and finish. If sure. we can provide it, obviously, uh, you know, there's only so many hours in the day where the guys can be working. Right, right. You know, nine o'clock at night, you know. Sure. But, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's the thing that differentiates nationwide. I'm just really glad you got an opportunity to come here and tour our facility because it's, you know, I just don't think a lot of people put a lot of thought in uh, into what goes on to make the tool. I mean, here we sure. go. We got an uh, engineer here that's uh, been a part of designing all the products that we have here. How many, yeah. Eric? How many patents do you have? But not not all the products, though. Well, um, I mean, the I have a team of seven. Sure. And almost every one of them has a patent for nationwide. Sure. And you know, it's a it's a great creative group. You know, it's it's not just me. Sure. Well, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, and one thing that you guys will see in the week in the life is there's a patent wall. Of, of the patent and that's that is very incredible to see like what the patents look like themselves but to visually see the patents of nationwide bolts yes, products 34 now in 34. the last 18 years wow that's that is incredible that is incredible um you know and, and here's the thing is i don't have a lot of direct experience with uh you guys solving problems because we honestly don't have a lot of problems right in in, in the week of life video you'll see why that is and that Everything's packaged super well, whether it's the boxes, whether it's the wrapping, whether it's they're packaged very well. So they always come into us in good shape. But uh, there's been and actually uh, the two the two hiccups that we've had have been shipping related, have been carrier related. So it's not even in-house. It's a third party uh, freight company. Um, but I will say this, that you guys were incredibly responsive on, you know, he, let me search. Let me, let me research into the solution. The solution came very fast, and not only here's the solution, but we're executing it right now. So it's from our experience again on the client side, it's very nice. The and that has to be you guys kind of working in tandem to figure out what the solution is and execute it quickly. We try to make sure that because problems are problems. We're not all going to be roses and butterflies around here, but. We try to work as a team. Michael sent it in, for example. Hey, you know, guys, can we get on this? Look at FedEx or sure. APS or any kind of carrier uh, that's shipping it, and and see what we can do. We ultimately want to make sure you have proper product for your end user. Well, and that was the thing during the warehouse walk. That's one of the things we we're talking about is that you guys had met recently with one of the carriers about one of the regions that may have had more problems than the rest of them. Um, so you guys taking a proactive approach to that too, saying, hey. There seems to be an issue here. What can we do to work together to partner with these third-party freight companies? What can we? How can we work together to make sure it doesn't happen? I am incredibly jealous of the wrapping machine out there. <laughs> like as as someone that wrap. So for wire for wire works, if I can speak English. Ah, and if I don't break the chair, uh, for wire works, we wrap the wire right. So if for like vinyl coated wire to keep it nice by the time it gets to you guys. Uh, we're hand wrapping that right now. I cannot express to you how jealous I am of watching a gentleman put the pallet on the turntable, pressing a button, and just that thing, it's got a laser eye, so it's measuring the pallet, so it's not going too high. This thing's nice. You guys are going to see it in the week in the live. Very nice. Now, it also speaks to you guys making investments because we're hand wrapping it and I don't love it. So I'm already looking into in what other solution. These things are an investment, but they're investment in your guys' people, right? But also in the quality that you guys are shipping out to. And it's clean too, right? 
Yeah, this. <laughs> let me tell you about the cleanliness of this warehouse. Oh, very clean. Like as some again. So I'm kind of on that side of things on a very very small scale, and we struggle with cleanliness. Sure. Um, just keeping everything squared away. You know, broken pallets or this or that or extra wrapping or whatever that always ends up in the corners. Uh, walking through this where this scale of this place and seeing how clean it is very impressive yeah nicole's team definitely they clean when they first start the day and end the day yeah. that's one hundred twenty-seven thousand square feet that they clean every single day and it's very impressive <laughs> with her team it they is do it every day and it's it's spotless compared to other other well, warehouses well and when you have somebody in like myself like it is impressive to me that because it says something about a team when they focus on the little things right like cleanliness doesn't really affect how quickly you can ship things right like it might it could if it builds up and all that but it's not it's not a prior it's not a priority in a lot of situations right like we could prioritize more things ahead of cleanliness hey let's clean this place once a week like let's shut down for an hour and just clean it once a week but then you have somebody like me that comes through on a tuesday maybe cleaning days friday and then it's like well excuse the mess it's not cleaning day that sort of thing whereas you guys are able just to have us come through and get and listen, I apologize for all like the I know we got in a lot of people's way when we were when we were creating content. And I told Nicole, like, I tell your people, I'm sorry, but they were really good to work with us. But it speaks a lot to her and her team that they prioritize the little things so that then the big things kind of take care of themselves. Well, and that kind of goes back to that that culture and why we keep people. Sure. Right. I mean, if you're in this big, well lit, very clean warehouse, I'm, you're going to enjoy your work environment. Sure. You sure. know, if you're in some dingy, not well lit, dirty place, yeah. You know, how much fun is that? Well, and with a company that's investing in you and the equipment that you use, right? Like, I mean, the wrapping machine is a perfect example of, you know, hey, we're going to wrapping takes a toll on a body. Like, I didn't think it would as much, but this is why I like to do things firsthand before we pass it off. And so I know what I'm asking someone to do. It's tough. It is tough to run around this pallet about a dozen times wrapping this thing. Uh, and you're always hunched over for some reason. So uh, to work for a company that invests in knowing that, like, hey, you're a resource for us and we want to take care of you really well. Like that's got to be a good feeling. It really does. We also, uh, while, we're on the, while we're on the warehouse walk, uh, we're going to do a, actually, we need to see if we can get one to call and do a video on the carbon offset. So, um, I won't give too much of the video away, but there's a recycling program here um, that takes what would usually end up in a landfill and turn it into a fuel source. So it offsets carbon, but also makes people feel better about we're not creating trash, we're actually creating uh, solutions. Yeah, there's actually a counter on our website of how much um, we have given back to, to carbon. All right, check out the website for that as well. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Let's check in. With a few folks. Fence Vlogs says, What's up, everyone? What is up, Fence Vlogs? Good to see you here. <laughs> so, Front Rock Fences says, What about a nationwide industry slash Joe Evers collaboration with all Orange Gate hardware? I like it. While I love this idea personally, I don't know that my customers would love bright orange hardware on a gate. Like, hey, I see where you're coming from, and I appreciate it. Thank you. You'd I really do. Be able to find the gate. You would know exactly where the gate's at. <laughs> which, 
a lot of all the customers want the gate to blend in though so i don't know sure. if bright orange hardware uh listen i'm on board okay i'm just saying <laughs> one thing we talked about yesterday was uh when we're developing when you're developing new ideas the cost of the tooling like can we recoup the cost and can we uh, be profitable in this item if we make this change i don't know how profitable orange gate hardware would be um i would love to tell so you know i say yes i vote yes. HOAs we're asking might not like hoas <laughs> might not yeah. hoas don't like anything <laughs> like eh, my experience i'm speaking for me here but anyway um steve boy says i've already won so don't enter me in the drawing in the interest of fairness can't wait to wear my ozark fits or my ozark baseball cap absolutely it is coming i promise brain is going to see to it i have successfully pushed that to brain because he spoke up myself yeah, yeah he, he spoke up so that's how we operate is if you speak up you get to own the idea uh roger bencourt says how does how does has nationwide handle bottleneck issues in logistics and freight so this is probably a good conversation to have post pandemic where you know i'm sure you guys were just like everyone else where you probably had bottlenecks on receiving inventory in maybe not having as much of it and then getting it back out through the transportation system do you want to speak on that so with our team we get uh this quote and call i think she said about 30 containers uh, a month so we have a team out there dedicated to unloading them inspecting them and putting them up and get them going to get out as fast as possible for for our customers have, was there some bottlenecks yeah there were some bottlenecks that like sure. anything with COVID, there were some you know people had COVID shortages of employees, et cetera. But, you know, getting it out, I mean, we have dedicated two, two carrier trailers sitting out there for us, and we can call the carriers to come pick it up to give us an empty one. So I think she said at one time we've had six uh, trailers go out in one day. Yeah. So we can have as many orders as, as need be and, and go from there. And the other aspect is if you have a huge order, we do bring in dedicated trucks to go directly to our in, our customers if they have things like, you know, 10, 10 pallets or something like that. Makes so, sense. You know, there was bottlenecks, but we do our best as a team here to get it out and get it, get it in and get it out as fast as possible. Well, one thing Nicole shared with me is during a pandemic, there had been split shifts too. Yes. So that if there was, you know, if there was an event where, you know, one team had to, had to go home and stay, stay home for a little bit, that wouldn't affect the warehouse as a whole. So working with some split shifts helped with that as well, I guess. Yep, there was some cleaning of an hour in between the shifts. Yeah. Uh, and then the second shift would come in and, and, and proceed. I think that it was seven to seven, I believe. So right. it was the two two shift or one shift, uh, but both of them together was just like a seven to seven. Nice. So we still try to cover every, everything. Nice. Very good. Well, you, you also have, I mean, there, there's other redundancy plans. You know, there's a number of people in, in the office area who are licensed to drive fork trucks in the past over the years you know pretty much everyone here has pitched in when needed to to make it happen Absolutely. You know, we we all understand that that getting that product out the door making it happen is is one of the most important things we do here sure well and again it speaks to culture right and that everyone kind of pitches in to make sure the mission happens uh I'm going to call you Jay because I can't pronounce this whole lot, but Jay's got a question. Love the videos, Joe. have learned a lot from them. Any suggestions on a hinge without welding going from a two and three eighths pipe to a wood gate without a metal frame, uh, mail chain link hinge and a strap hinge? 
Um, I would, I would probably, in that scenario, I would probably use just a regular, uh, a regular hinge. I mean, the, you'd still get the support from the steel post, but to directly attach from the steel post to the wood frame um, might be a little bit tricky. Uh, we looked at a hinge outside, they're adjustable, uh, like the contemporary hinge, wood, fin wood hinge, but it can also be adjustable and self-closing. Um, I would probably suggest something like that rather than try to go from uh, the steel hinge or the steel post to a wood frame. And there's, I mean, obviously, if you watch the channel, you know, we talk about hinges that go from steel post to steel frame. And actually, uh, there's a self-closing version that is a partnership that has to do with Nationwide. Uh, but if you're talking about a wood frame, I would probably go with more either like the contemporary hinge, which is what we like to use on wood on wood. Uh, would you still get the benefit or if you wanted adjustability and self-closing there's that option as well well and you could what you could do on the uh, on the post side is through bone you yeah know, you're not that you're not that thick at two and three eighths so you could actually through bolt um yep. on that side which would give you you know a real good lock on the post side and you're not yeah you're not relying just on the wood to hold it so so drilling pre-drilling and bolting through the face of the picket the two by four and the post uh, to hold that hinge on there and then lag screwing or however into your wood frame as you normally would all right we are um, we're an hour and 17 minutes into this thing <laughs> i'm telling you time flies when you're time having flies. fun yeah. we need to do another giveaway uh let's Let's give away the palm nailer. This thing, so again, thank you for our Christmas package. I got one of these in a box. These things are the coolest little thing. Who wants to talk to me about the palm nailers? I think when you bring Eric Johnson around, come talk about Eric. over in the off, off there. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to talk about these because, well, one, we're going to give it away. Let's say, let's come up with a keyword. We think code word. I think what we should do is, okay. Mustache for Rich's mustache, and oh. thumbs up if we think he should keep it, and no. thumbs down if oh, it's no. got to go. No, oh, no, uh, okay. it's going to be thumbs up no matter what. <laughs> right, right, right. We'll just matter. assume that. We'll just yeah. assume that. All right. Yeah, so, so let's so, talk about let's talk about grip right tools in general. Okay. So we uh, we developed the red tool line about three years ago. Came out with the uh, the red tools. Uh, the one thing that is important in the tool line is that we have a good warranty and we stand behind it. Right. <clears throat> so. All of our tools that you see on display um, have a seven-year warranty, including the mini palm nail. Okay. Okay. Best warranty in the in the industry, um, as far as that goes. And then with the mini palm, like you said, probably the coolest tool that yeah. we have out. Absolutely. Um, I look for projects of just to use it. Um, annoy my wife with new projects that I'm starting <laughs> up just to just to use the mini palm. But it takes a hand drive nail. You can put a hand drive nail in it and get in any spot you want. So it was developed to get into the deck joist. It, on those okay. areas where you couldn't, you know, uh, throw a hammer in there, yeah, you just put that little mini palm up there. They had the the regular size palm nailers there before. Sure, even that wouldn't get into some of the tight spots. So, yeah. so we developed this just as much power as you're going to find in a in a, a regular palm nailer. So it's so and what's funny, um, I don't know that it's out yet, but watch, keep an eye on our review videos. So I was recording a review video, and I actually happened to have this up. We were talking about it up in the YouTube studio. And um, they were talking about, and I forget the scenario, but it, they had, to use your example, they had a, a hard to get to location yeah. on driving an L. Like, this is going to seem set up, but it's not. This is the tool for that. Yeah. Like, the, the mini palm, like, it's anywhere you could get your hand, 
That's right. I mean, you could get this thing on a nail. Right. Absolutely. And same thing with, we said about NWI, you guys have been talking about just we yeah. stand behind all of our products. So if you had an issue with one of those, give us a call. We'll take care of it. And so we Absolutely. stand behind all of our products. You guys need to try this. Somebody's going to get to try it for free. Mm -hmm. So if you, we're not doing No, this. we're not sure. We're, right. we're not doing much. Bad idea. We're not. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. So you guys, if you'll follow the channel, you know Sarah, my younger sister, uh, youngest sister that runs the residential division. Uh, what she tells me when I have ideas like that, she'll just look at me and she says, well, that's an idea. <laughs> and then we move on. But yeah. Yeah. So, like, oh, I'm used good. to that. Oh, okay. I got it. Okay. She doesn't tell anybody. She says, that's an idea. How about we do grip right? Yeah, grip right. right. Okay. Let's, let's do grip right. Grip Perfect. right would be great. So grip right, no matter how you spell it, yeah. we'll take grip right as a code word for signing up to win the mini palm nailer. I'm telling you guys, these are cool. These are really, really cool. I was probably supposed to give it to my guys um, so that they could use it, <laughs> but it's on my desk just because this is a very, very cool thing. Uh, it takes just a regular air hose. Like there's nothing, it doesn't take any special equipment no. to operate or no. anything like that. Yeah, just regular, regular arrows and uh, take your gun off there, put that on and you're ready to go. So you go. can't drive nails. Eric and I worked a show in Dallas showing that off and uh, that brought more traffic to the booth. Yeah. Uh, just because it's like a, What's yeah, little gun, you know, it's like a little gun where you can, you know, I mean, get into the most, you know, obscure places. Yeah, you know. now your guy I mean, Scott with all his coils in his truck, he yeah. can use those. Now he's got yeah, that's right, he doesn't have to nail them in, right? Yeah, so. Scott, if you're watching, it's a snow day at home, so the team's off. Scott, if you're watching, go take that, got, off. Go take that off Joe's desk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can get it off my desk, it's okay. Um, but now we have a way for you to use all those nails you have in the, in the toolbox. <laughs> But it's in the head, the air hose head swivels because that also probably gets you into tight places. That's right. Like they're just, I understand why my children feel like getting new toys now because it's like, this is so cool. It's smaller than my palm. Oh, yeah. Like for it, sure. Yep. Anyway, this is going to sound like a hard sell switch, but it's really not because I legitimately enjoy using yeah. it. Once we get it in, in, like Mike was saying at the show, once we get in someone's hands or, they they're, they're right. taking it with them or oh, you know course. one way or the other yeah. trying to steal it or they're trying to buy it. <laughs> yeah. so it's a it's Don't a really attach, uh, yeah, attach cables to that's it. Right. Yeah. yeah, really really fun toy. All right, so code word grip right signs you up to win uh, the mini palm nailer. It uh, looks like we've got several people signed up, so continue that. And then again, we're gonna put these into like a randomizer, and uh, we'll announce it at the end of the broadcast. Um, so let's talk about why we've got you. Let's talk about tools for a little bit. Okay. So it's gonna slide out. There. Yeah, gonna slide. <laughs> no, I saw you. No, I saw no. you trying to yeah, move. Like, right. let's really back okay. in for a second. Um, so let's talk about tool grip right tools, the, the red line of tools. So what is in what's in the red line? Yeah, so the red line will encompass uh all the gun nails. So okay. any kind if you're out of 21 degree, uh, mostly in in this industry, a lot of 15 degree yep. wire. Uh, yeah. A lot of zero degree wire. Um, so we have guns to cover all that. We have guns to uh, cover coil framing nails. We have, I mean, so it's a vast variety, but when we're talking staplers, the whole bit, we're talking about for the uh, fence industry, yeah. um, the 15 degree, the zero degree um, tools. Nice. Um, then we get to our compressors really, uh, again, you know, I don't want to keep, we're doing hard sales on this, but they sell themselves. Sure. Uh, we have a, uh, um, a wheelbarrow compressor. Uh, we have a smaller handheld compressors and uh, so we have pretty much any compressor from a gas operated all the way down to a small 
one gallon, three and a half horse uh, compressor. Nice. Then we have hoses. Yep. We have air. Uh, we have tool oil. We have uh, blades. We have the whole bit. I mean, it, have a complete line. Complete like. line. Yeah. Right. So we were selling just the ammo for for years. And so wow, this is crazy. We sell the ammo. We have nothing to shoot these with. And so sure. they developed the red tools and uh, done a great job with the with the line. Nice. Now is that something that's also available? To ship dry. I mean, I saw the nails. I saw some tools out here. Yeah. They're available to ship with in conjunction with nationwide orders. And long Absolutely. Orders. Yep. Yep. We can uh, we can bundle that all together uh, held right here in the Tampa warehouse. Um, we also have the opportunity to ship from our 34 distribution centers for prime source across the country as well. So if they are in uh, Seattle, Washington, shout out to Seattle. Yeah. Um, we have a, we have a facility right there and get it okay. to them basically the next day. So. So, and that's something that I, that we're going to do a video on as well as just talking about the different uh, distribution facilities you guys have yeah. on that side. Because I I live in Springfield, Missouri. I didn't realize there's a distribution center Absolutely. for product in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. So, I, I think this is something that probably a lot of contractors don't realize is just how many of these distribution centers are out there, which makes it easy to ship. Like you said, same day or, or very quickly if you're not in the same town as one. Yeah, that's right. Um, we also can have uh, customers come in. We'll call from each okay. of those distribution centers as well. So okay, so if you need something in, in the bins. area, right, absolutely. So Very nice. Very nice. So watch uh, for more content on the red line because so we're going to start switching over our nail guns to the red line uh, to grip right nail guns. Because we're going to shoot the nails, we might as well, we might as well use the nail guns as well. Yep. I'll show you guys what those are about. I'm pretty I, excited about it. I mean, I apologize that we did red instead of orange, but no. it was kind of developed before would, we before we met you. So we well, to, it's okay. That's we'll okay. talk to our engineers. It's close. Yeah, it's that's close. Right. yeah, yeah. So, I'm, maybe next revision or yeah, something. Right. The orange line has a very nice ring. It to does. It really does. Um, anyway, <laughs> but no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it because it's Michael and I were talking about the different offerings and just what all is out there as far as not only the nails but also the guns it makes sense to run one line that's right instead of trying to mix and match yep absolutely and then you know going to the it's outside of the the red line but the nails when it comes to nails staples anything you need um grip right has it and so again available at 34 distribution centers and in tampa as well so uh if, if you have uh any obscure nail that you're looking for i'm sure we have it and sure. then anywhere to you know, your, your most common used items, a 15 degree, inch yeah. and three quarter, have pallets and pallets and truckloads. There are a lot out there. Yeah, there's a lot out there. So <laughs> absolutely ready to, ready to ship. Well, and that's, so, and it's, and it's good to know, we've said it several times, but about the bundling to where, you know, if we needed to make a truckload and say, hey, you know, we can mix and match, or maybe not even a truckload, maybe a pallet and say, we need some wood to steel adapter. We were talking about those yesterday. We also need some trident latches that we use a lot or some cornerstone hinges. But hey, could you also throw some more nails on or some That's this right. and that? We can mix and match into a pallet. Yeah, and we have, I mean, I, I feel it nationwide, a pretty easy prepaid program to hit. But then yeah. when you start bundling all that together, I mean, it's 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 a no-brainer. Yeah, absolutely. So Yeah, it's I, we hit it pretty quickly. We hit it pretty <laughs> quickly. We're talking about trying and latches. Right. So, um, yeah, but I appreciate you coming on and talking about the red line because I think this is something – the fencing industry that's really going to do good things. I mean, grip rights a name that people have associated with fasteners for right. years and quality fasteners that, yep. like I said, Scott's eyes lit up when I told him we were switching to grip right. And he's like, which my point to Scott is like, why haven't we had this conversation sooner? Like we really, what other questions haven't I asked you lately uh, that you have some new answers to? 
Um, but he he went on and on about Grip Right, about how he enjoys using him. He, he was a contractor, I've seen a previous life uh, before fencing, um, and they were Grip Right front to back, no matter what they were using. Yeah. So it's a name that's been associated with fasteners, but now with the tools that uh, test fasteners. Absolutely. And, and we, uh, we wouldn't do any, we wouldn't put uh, a tool line out there with our name if we didn't stand behind it, if we didn't feel very, uh, we, we, we do very well in our fasteners across the country. And, uh, and so, you know, the opportunity for us to, to build on that was, was, was there and we want to take advantage of that as well. So, and, and know that we can provide a, uh, a seven year warranty, know that we can provide a, uh, out of box failure warranty on them. And so nice. absolutely looking forward to getting I'll, you set up with the grip right line. For sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to it more than I, Scott is yeah, really looking right. forward to this. I appreciate really Scott excited. standing behind us as well. So <laughs> you, yeah. you went on and on about it. But, uh, but no, we're looking forward to it for sure. Great. So guys, watch out for more content uh, for Grip Right and the Red Line. Sounds good. Sure. Thanks, Joe. All right, let's. We've got people. Uh, a lot of people sign or not signing up, I guess, but uh, using the code phrase Grip Right. Uh, Stevie Boy wants to clarify. His comment was a prompt, so don't put Stevie Boy in the randomization. So I will. <laughs> We're gonna send you a care package, Steve, because Braden has this figured out. And I'm gonna keep repeating this: that Braden has it figured out, just to make sure everyone understands that Braden has it figured out. All right, um, Caroline, what what haven't we covered? We've talked about uh, we've talked about a lot about the research and develop, development. Is there slide slides right out of frame? <laughs> we talked a lot about research and development. Um, about the tools you guys use to develop it, but also test it ongoing. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, we talked about the website being a great source for specifications, for overviews, for the finding the warranty. Uh, we talked a lot about the sales where I only know Michael. Like Michael is my sales guy, but in talking with other people, uh, it sounds like the my relationship with you is not unique in that. You guys obviously, as a culture, put a lot into forming relationships on the sales side. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where that's what differentiates us. I mean, our customers are our friends. Yeah. We're in there several times a year showing them new innovative products. And I think that's, you know, it's a partnership. It sure. really is a partnership. Sure. It's not that we're just supplying them hinges and latches. We develop right. relationships. I mean, Mike Falconer was commenting in there. Mm -hmm. He's been yeah. nationwide for 24 years. 24 I mean, years. he's got, customers that have been buying, you know, our hardware for 24 years that would, I mean, absolutely love him. I mean, yeah. they, and uh, they, they, they don't get that experience because if, if somebody new comes in sure. or so we, uh, we really pride ourselves on building that relationship. It's I hard know. not to love Falcon. <laughs> yeah, it is hard not to love him. But I mean, when we bring Eric out in the field, you know, he sees that, you know, he sure. sees yeah. what we've done and the relationships that we've developed. Well, and this is something that we talked about before, you know, off off air, I guess. But in that, you know, in the industry, in the fencing industry, um, you don't, unfortunately, anymore, you don't have a lot of relationship-driven uh, suppliers, right? You have a lot of transaction-driven suppliers that uh, they're great at taking orders and providing quotes, but there's not really a relationship there, right? And and actually, so I talked about this uh, on Nathan Downs' podcast, Perfecting Your Perimeter podcast, in that uh, you really, you really have to start the relationship before you before you need it, right? In that you know, and that relationships can usually lead to a better 
working environment too, in that you and I have a relationship. And, and so we, you started this before we were a client, you yeah. know, so we actually is in the airport of uh, after a FinTech. We were just hanging out talking about hardware. I wasn't a client, but we sat and chatted for a while. And, uh, but then when it did come time where I was like, Hey, we could use a, a new vendor for fittings. That's one thing actually we haven't talked about at all yet is, uh, is chain link fittings that we buy a tremendous amount from you guys. Uh, but I could come to you and say, Hey, you know, do you guys, do you guys handle these fittings? And you're like, not only do we handle those fittings, we handle all the fittings, like yeah. whatever you need. Uh, and then, so because you started that relationship early, it was just a natural conversation. And then it was, well, what else do you guys have? Sure. What else, what's your top sellers that I should be concerned with, or I'm not concerned, but I should be looking into sure. sort of thing. Uh, and that's not, unfortunately, that's not normal right now, like in the space of, of having sales reps that are actively forming relationships and checking in. And you check in a lot, yeah. uh, a, a lot, a lot. And I'm not saying <laughs> it's too much, but it's a, it's a lot. It's a little bit. <laughs> no, but it, but, it's, but it is just checking in, right? So yeah. there's all there are sales reps that will reach out, but it'll just be like, hey, what can I quote for you this week? What can I get sent to you? You know, um, well, I've got this sales quote I'm trying to match. Like, how can you help me? Well, I don't think that's my job really. But uh, but when you check in, it's more like, hey, how are the kids? Uh, you guys need anything? Uh, I noticed that this time last year, you're ordering this sort of stuff. Is that, you know, and, and we do talk about, you know, sales that are going on and that sort of thing. But it's more of a conversation just about, hey, just checking in on you. Yeah. You know? And then, hey, if, if I can happen to be able to help you, let yeah. me know. But so we we talked a good bit about that, about how that sets you guys apart from uh, maybe others in the industry and, and really in other industries, too. We talked a lot about the back end, the support, right, that the support team here and and offside about you guys being here to support and, and help people really really quickly uh we've covered a lot of ground there yeah, yeah that's one of the things when when you ask if we do fittings you call greenfield then he calls me then I, <laughs> then he calls you back <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no i'm kidding yeah, greenfield yeah, knows yeah. a lot of what, what we do but <laughs> yes it, it, it's what makes it roll i mean it's, yeah. it's the economy if he doesn't know he checks with me or yeah. checks with somebody else checks True. with Eric Timothy, I mean, he's a director of engineering, not only doing nationwide, but prime source stuff. Yeah. He'll still pick up the phone. His favorite is Mike Falconer that caught talks to all the time, but he's willing to pick up the phone and, and answer and, and get those questions answered of, of anything. It helps that we have a great sales team. I mean, yeah. I, I think about our sales team and, and, you know, a lot of these guys have been around as long, if not longer than me, you know, with the company, sure. which how many industries, how many companies yeah. do you see salespeople last that long yeah. at a place? I mean, that's one of the biggest turnover spots, but, sure. it's, but it's not with us. You know, they're around there. We, we keep them around and they they can build those great relationships with the customers as yeah. well as the people inside. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm an engineer. I'm, I'm not supposed to say good things about salespeople, but I mean, we <laughs> truly have a great team. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to say anything negative about no, and you guys interface group. really well. Yeah, it seems like absolutely. That was one thing I was kind of I thought was interesting here is that so sometimes like when you when you walk into like a corporate office, everything is very much divided, right? Like this this side of the building is this this side, and there's like a few hallways in between. You guys are really kind of in a shared space here, where you can very easily walk over. Or you guys can have a conversation very easily and quickly. 
Yeah, uh, I sit closer to the richest people than most of my people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he sits right right near the inside sales perhaps. Yeah. So I mean it's not it's not without question to have Russell have a customer call him and say, Hey, uh, can you give me some specs on this? And then you know, yeah, he, walks, good. he walks in the yeah, hall, and <laughs> walks down the hall, and grabs Eric, and you know, figure it out, and we get him an answer in a timely fashion, which time is money. That's huge. Yeah, that's very huge. Very huge. Uh, Mike is requesting uh, hold back on the name drops. Okay. What he's saying. He, actually, he said enough with the name. Drops. Enough with so, the name. Uh, that's all right. So, He'll be fine. He'll so be Mike fine. Falconer says. No more name drops. No more name drops for that's Mike what, Falconer? That's what Mike Falconer said. Okay, Mike Falconer. Yeah. Okay, no more name drops for Mike Falconer. Well, no the good news is it's almost his bedtime, so um, <laughs> so we should be good to go. Uh, so, Carolyn, what, what haven't we covered? We kind of we talked a little bit beforehand on things we wanted to talk about and areas we wanted to cover. Uh, is there anywhere that we haven't covered that you would like to talk about? Uh, the only thing we really haven't talked about is our 2023 catalog. That's true. What's coming up in 23? So, like I said, we have three new products launching at Fence Tech. They'll yeah. be there for the first time in our new innovation area. Yep. Um, but the catalog, just like we're bundling BrickRate and Lockheed products, our catalog will be bundled. So it's okay. like, you know, Michael, Michael goes to visit someone and instead yeah. of handing yeah. out three catalogs, it'll be there in one. So That's it's, nice. it's easy for you, it's easy for him, it's easy for everyone. Um, Absolutely. So you can pick those up at Fence Tech. You can okay. request a catalog on our website where okay. it drop ships directly to you. All you have to do is put in your information. Um, nice. That's still the 2022 catalog but sure. as soon as we launch those 2023 ones at fence tech we can still do request a catalog online very good so if you're gonna be at fence tech yeah. stop by the booth next to the afa booth that's true and uh get your 2023 catalog also keep an eye on the channel because we're gonna have some uh like product announcement type videos coming up right around right around fence tech yeah it's gonna be fun we're excited guys uh in the comments let if you got any last minute questions comments drop them right now uh, we're an hour and a half into this thing. I told yeah. you guys. I know we were thinking, how flew. are we going to do this? Yes, yeah. this, this is great. Flew by. Well, flew by. It always does. It always does. That's, when I was talking to people about two and a half hour lives that we used to do here on the channel, um, how in the world can we do that? Like, it's You're going to blink, and it's going to be time to yeah. start wrapping this up. But we have blinked, and it's time to start wrapping this up. So uh, any last minute comments or questions, drop them in right now. I think we have one. Last we have comment. we have last. You. One you, um, okay. Yes, actually, um, the, the guy sliding back in. The guy I'm sliding, sliding He's going to slide in here. Okay. Oh, you do, Joe. We wanted to thank you for coming out here. We appreciate that. Appreciate the partnership that we have with you. First time out in Tampa. Hopefully, many more to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we did our first NHL, your first NHL game last night. Had a blast. It was amazing. It, it was, was a good very time. Cool, yes. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the, the lightning to find an orange sweater, but <laughs> okay. we did. We okay. were able to uh, come up with a oh, blue sweater, no and uh, we can see it there on the back. Very nice. The fence no! expert oh, oh, oh. year 2023. What? So we, we appreciate you. Appreciate your partnership. <laughs> this and, is so uh, cool. Yeah. That's, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Guys, what in the world? Check that out. Can you guys see this? You're now an honorary fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning. So. That's right. I better see it if you go to the Blues game. Yeah. <laughs> You'll kind of blend in, but I better you see the people. You got it. Guys, thank you. No, no. This is freaking awesome. Yeah. 
Appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming out here and, and your support. So. No, I've had guys. I've had the best time. I really have. I mean, it's you guys have been so welcoming. It was so easy for the time we were starting setting this up. It was so easy to get it set up and to come out here. And I have been blown away. I'm glad I did because I've been blown away with what the facility you guys have. But also, like you know, we've talked about this a lot. But just seeing how your guys' team interacts, how the team as a whole works together, like it makes sense. I've known since we started doing business with you guys that everything gets taken care of really quickly, that it's always a good experience. But then we come here and kind of makes sense. Like it clicks, like this is why, right? We've got a dedication to research and development. We've got a dedication to relationships. We've got dedication to the small things out in the warehouse. We've got, it makes sense. Like once you see it in person. So I can't wait for you guys to see it in the week in the life because it's, I hope, I hope it transfers through the camera to you guys. It, it's an incredible place. It really is. Yeah, and I just extend that out to anybody that's watching that wants to come by our facility. Yeah. Um, it, it, as you brought up earlier, just how clean it is. You can come by on any day of the week, and it's going to be that clean. We don't have to do a special cleanup just because Joe's coming here. Sure. It's like that every single day, and, and uh, they do a great job. So anybody that's watching that wants to make a stop by in Tampa, Beautiful place to visit, especially Absolutely. when it's snowing. Yeah. In, uh, Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, it's 35 with a few inches of snow right now. <laughs> That's so. right. Tampa's Beautiful. not a bad place to be. Yeah, in, so, not. yeah, stop on by, and, and we'd love to give you a tour. Very good. Very good. Let's let's uh, let's, uh, let's say this. How do people reach out? Like, how if someone's watching right now, how would someone reach out? Do you guys have, like, a dealer locator? We have or, a dealer locator okay. on our website. Okay. And if you're interested in questions and getting set up, um, info at nationwide.com nationwide industries.com okay. or customer service number 813-988-2628. Very good. Very good. Guys, I, w I would encourage you, you know, if, if you're using hardware similar to Nationwide, but you haven't tried Nationwide, give them a shot. I think you'll be very impressed with the quality of the fitting itself, which is always important, but also the quality of people that you deal with throughout the process uh, is something that I've been very impressed with. We we did a uh, we did a call, um, just kind of a research call about you know, with a third party, but about nationwide. And one of the questions that they had was areas of improvement. I mean, that's as a company owner, like that's something I would want to know. Like, how can we improve on the process? And I legitimately struggled trying to find an area of like I I don't know. It shows up when I expect it to show up or before. The things that show up are what I expect to show up. We don't get swapped items. The quantities are right. They're packaged well. I don't, you know, we've had we've had a couple bumps in the road that were shipping related, honestly, that were taken care of quickly and to my satisfaction or better. So, like, I, I honestly don't have a lot of a lot of feedback, and I think uh, that may not be the industry norm. So, yeah, and I, I think the one thing that I found with Nationwide only being here a year. Um, at Nationwide is they don't rest in their laurels. They continue to, how can we make improvement, constant, constant improvements. We meet every week on any issues that may happen sure. and uh, discuss them and, and figure out a better way to, to solve it. Work very well, as you, you brought them many times, just the relationship we have with engineering, the relationship we have with Nicole and her team and, uh, and with marketing. It's just, it's, it's one, one family trying to take care of the customer. And it really feels like that. Instead of having separate divisions, it really feels like one big division with right. with just different focuses. Absolutely. So, guys, I would I would encourage you guys to to reach out to Nationwide if you're using something similar, or reach out to a dealer of Nationwide to try some of their products. 
Um, it's a great relationship for me, and that's why. And it's been a great relationship prior to them coming on as a sponsor. Michael actually reached out, said, "Hey, you know what? It makes sense. Uh, Carolina, I'd like to have a conversation. Would that make sense? Absolutely. I would like to introduce you guys to as many people as I can, uh, just because I would like to share this experience. Because I feel like this experience is good for the industry, and and therefore it's something that I want to share with the folks at home. So I, I want to thank you guys for being such a good partner." Thank you, you so much. Well. Yeah. Very good. Let's see if there's any last minute, last minute questions. Thank you again for this. This yeah, is absolutely. like, I'm probably wearing this home. Like I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just saying, I'm probably wearing this home. That's going to happen. Um. Oh. So, <laughs> Kitty Stainman says, so when I win the palm tailor, do I need the gloves? Keystone and Griffith. So he signed in on both. Um, don't gloves aren't required. But they probably would help. They, they probably would, would help. They would help. <laughs> I might be able to work something out there. There you go. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, Front Rock Fence wants to know uh, if they can pick up nationwide hardware in Canada, uh, specifically Calgary. Hey, eh? uh, do you guys have Canadian partners for the hardware? Yeah. Okay, we do. Yeah, we do. Yes. We, do. Um, we have a Canadian partner. Um, Greenfield actually has a couple customers up there, so he can probably speak to where. Good distributor would be. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We have a good relationship with uh, a wholesaler out there, distributor out there, wholesale distributor, direct fencing supply. Okay. And they can ship all over Canada and they carry quite a bit of our catalog items. Okay. Not everything in the catalog. Sure. But, uh, it's a big catalog. Yeah. It's right. a very big catalog. 2,000 plus SKUs, you know. So just seeing them out there in the warehouse. So like. But the most common things, uh, yeah. Jason and his team stock. Okay. And that was who? Direct Fencing Supply. Direct Fencing Supply uh, can get you your nationwide hardware throughout Canada. Yeah, I think it's directfencingsupply.ca. Makes sense. That makes sense. Mike Falconer, say anything? Uh, uh, Mike Falconer, let's see. Um, no. No. No, not okay. yet. Not yet. Just, he's, just check him with Mike He's Falconer. probably just really, yeah, I will let you know when Mike Falconer does make Appreciate a comment. It. You yeah. bet. You bet. Uh, let's see. So. Uh, well, Russell, Russell says, Russell Round says, Blues would have been better. Uh, Listen, yeah, it's unfortunate he's a Blues fan. Yeah. Yeah. Takes we, all We watched a big win last night. night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We did. Yeah. A yeah. massive, like, it's my first NHL game, and guys, I'm telling you, I've watched him on TV, and and what they say is, like, you have to go. Yeah. You have to go to be a part of it. Absolutely true. 100% true. And it was, it was a heck of a game. They were behind, and then they tied, and then they got ahead. It was crazy to watch out good fights yeah there's some scuffles there's some solid scuffles one of them was directly after the national anthem like that's before right. it even started there was, right. was, was not we're starting off on the right foot that's here that's right yeah that's right that's right luckily no fights amongst our groups that was no good. no 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 none with us none with us yeah um cb boy says uh cb boys is a buccaneers fan uh roger says great show everyone thank you roger to you boys, as much love for the fence fam. You got it. Uh, Front Rock Fence. So asking about uh, Squires in Calgary says he'll be in Tampa in the Tampa area next month. Oh, love to have him come by. Perfect. If you're stop in the area, by. I really suggest you stop by. Absolutely. It's a really good time. That'd be great. Uh, Joe Garza. Joey says Grip Rice. So he signed up. All right. All right. Boyd. Boyd Allison says at least it's not a cowboy jersey. <laughs> okay. Like, we're not trying to start fights here. Yeah, All right. Like, that's the thing. Like this channel is very neutral that's and right. it's uh yeah, taking it's just sides. Just like dry here. setting versus wet setting. 
nobody will have an opinion. Now that you've said that, <laughs> it's the comments will come alive, let me tell you. All right. So, Braden, we're at the end of this thing. Have we have sure. you had a chance to randomize the yeah. yeah, I'll do the one. The win winner of the gloves was front rock fences. Oh, front rock fences wins the gloves. Yeah. If I can pick them all up, I'll pick one of them up. And then I'm rolling. In Calgary, you like the winner one. And then fence vlogs. Fence vlogs. All right. Won the palm nail. Very good. Congratulations. So Front Rock Fence wins the gloves and uh, Fence Vlogs wins the palm nailer. Congratulations. So we'll reach out to you guys privately, directly, and uh, ask you for some shipping information and get these sent out to you directly. Guys, you got anything else? All good. Appreciate thank it. Thanks thank for your time. No, listen, thank you again, guys. I really do appreciate it. Guys, I appreciate you tuning in for a special live Q&A. Uh, with Nationwide, again, uh, if you're making it to Fence Tech in OKC here in just a few weeks, uh, check out the booth directly next to the AFA, the Platinum Sponsored Nationwide Industries. 1521. 1521. And the Escape Room. You're going to have to check that out. I know I will. So we'll also be producing content uh, from the Nationwide booth on Wednesday. So if you're there when the show opens on Wednesday, stop by the booth. I'll be there, and I'll be glad to see you guys personally and directly. All right. Let's check. We got make sure we don't leave anybody out. All right. Fence vlog says sweet front rock fences. Thanks. Definitely need those gloves here. They're coming to you. All right, guys. Until next time, I'm Joe Evers, the fence expert, reminding you that good fences make good neighbors. And I'll see you next time.